You're listening to the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is episode 43 of the Owen 60 Podcast as we continue our approach to one year. Yeah, that's is it on the saying. air. What do we call it? On the air, in the air, on the web. Out there. <laughs> Out there for uh, radio, radio shows are celebrating. Oh, one year, two years, five years on the air here. Are we really on the air? We're out there. What would you call that, do you think? <laughs> in the community. In the community. <laughs> <laughs> Out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that works. Uh, on your uh, podcast. Uh, on format. your platforms. Yeah, on your platforms. That works. Yeah, so we'll go with that as we approach our uh, countdown to one year on your platforms. And I'm trying to look when the first post was, but we've posted a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, while Colin looks for that, just kind of outline the show for you here. Oh, the first December 17th, Ooh. 2019 was the first uh, episode. Right that on. was the Kubota top prospect scene then when we did the puck drop. Yeah, when we made fun of that guy. That was hilarious. Yeah, who can't I'm kind of mad we can't do that again. Should we go over our highlights? <laughs> next we might week? Just do a whole highlight show. Next week? Yeah, maybe. Next, we'll see. Because the last week got through the World Juniors. Yeah. That'd be cool. Just go over a highlight path. Yeah, because I don't know. We'll probably take a week off in Christmas break. Yeah. Um, it, wor- it works out perfectly, though. Like the schedule works out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got here. I'll even just pull up the calendar quickly, but. Uh, of course, Christmas and New Year's Day, both on a Friday. So our last show before Christmas. So pretty much it'll be our World Junior show. Yeah. Will be the uh, the 22nd. Will be released on the 22nd. And then, yeah, we'll be back on the 5th of January. Yeah, that's right before the gold yeah. medal game, right? Yeah. Because gold medal game is right the after. Fifth. Might be right out. I think the fifth is the gold medal game, the Tuesday. Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a preview show. That's clutch right there. Yeah, well, the fifth is the Tuesday. Show. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be out for the pregame. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be it. Live That'd be pre-game. fun. Yeah. Not live, but you know. Basically. Close enough. Uh one o'clock release. It's eight yeah. o'clock game. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah, so it's basically how we're lining up for the holiday season, getting ready for that. Of course, it's coming up quick. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the whole damn weekend is uh, in the hey, books. Although there's I'm still all... kind of some deals going on. Yeah, I'm basically already done my shopping. What up, BioSteel? Hey now, forty yeah, percent off hey. and a free tub. That was lit. free. Free ad. You're welcome. Did you order anything? No, Jeez. no, I didn't. I already have way too much. I have way too much of that. Right I now. ordered I the cheapest thing I could and then just got the so free stuff. The, it, I feel like a lot of the listeners like that too. I feel like we have so many listeners who are like, yeah, I relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? It, there was no minimum purchase. Free, like, Yeah, every time you get something free, it's always it was, like, yeah. I got the 12 servings of grapes, so it comes in the packets. It's not you like scoop it out, which whatever. I yeah, really give a crap that's not bad. Them. Anyways, you get around the same. I think it's 20 in the lowest. Container. Yeah. Yeah. Still and then, well, yeah, right that's now. that's 20 bucks minus 40% plus a free yeah. tub. Thank you. 
Ooh, I didn't need another bottle or anything like so that worked Save, out pretty nice. Saving the wallet, that's nice, dude. Yeah, man. Especially with all the crap that I've bought. <laughs> man, this time of the year is crazy for that. There's been so much stuff that I've been looking at. It's like, yeah, do I need that? I like know, before right? we come on air, there's a Chicago Cubs mystery box that I retweeted on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted it, but is that a need when it's like the U.S. exchange and that? I don't think so. Yeah, because you're bringing up, you're like, oh, I might buy that, and I'm like. How much is it? Nah. And you're like 75. And I'm like, that's nah. American, right? And you're like, yeah, oh, no. yeah. not happening. <laughs> no, I'm good. It's not the wings. That's very true. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what we've got planned so far. Um, in terms of this show, we should probably get to that. Uh, yeah, the Christmas uh, shopping. Yeah. Hey, we should, do that. we should do that, the weekly Christmas shopping advice. Ooh, all right. Because I'm not a good shopper. So, I'm not so a we'll good quickly shopper. do this week then. Yeah. Cyber Vice Monday. Piece number one. Captain Obvious key of the week. Cyber Monday. Yesterday, you got to do it. No you minimum purchase it. is a blessing. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's perfect that yeah. you look for that. It's like, yeah. hello. Thank you. Exactly. I'll be back. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's a Christmas shopping 101. You know we'll what be else back with big? more next week. I'll write it down for next week. <laughs> yeah, so we don't forget. We'd forget. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so coming up on this show, the uh, United States National Junior Team has released their preliminary roster. Two OHLers have made it, and that is Arthur Kelly of, of the Hamilton Bulldogs and Nick Robertson of whatever team you want him to be a part of, whether you – Marley's, Leafs, Pete's. Part of the Pete's, yeah, Leafs, Marley's, yeah, exactly. Don't really know. So, yeah. again, Kaliev, who knows? He could be in Ontario. We don't know that. Yeah, you want to talk about an Ontario Rain team. That'd yeah. be fun to watch. Exactly. So, uh, we'll get into that. Uh, of course, Team Canada is quarantining right now, but they're still able to get some work in. We'll discuss Which is that. Nice. Yeah. Um, just in a little bit here, we'll get to Jonah's November uh, campaign and what the total he's at, but uh, to kick off the show, I thought it would be good to revisit the Twitter poll from yes, last sir. week as we put it out on our Twitter at the Owen 60 podcast. I completely OHL forgot. specialty game. Are you missing slash going to miss or going to miss the most? We put three options down. We put the Remembrance Day game. We had the teddy bear toss game and we had the New Year's Eve game. And Colin said uh, Remembrance Day game that he's going to miss the most or that he's missed the most, I guess, because it would have already happened. Yeah, uh, I said great Teddy event. Boss game, and that's kind Another of – great event. Yeah. They're both for good causes. That's the thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Teddy, it, it is Teddy Bear Toss season right now, too. You'd usually start to yeah. begin and get right into now. the beginning this of week. December. Yeah. You would see it in a couple of days, Thursday, Peterborough. Yep. Peterborough, Niagara. Does Niagara do theirs on a – Thursday Niagara, night or Saturday night? Niagara usually does theirs. Because they used to have like the specialty the, jerseys, right? Yeah. Yeah. They do this. So that'd be their Christmas game, the specialty jersey. Mm-hmm. And that would be obviously their last home game before Christmas. Okay. Where we'd play the Christmas video. And by the way, if anyone still wants to watch the 2017, 2018, by the way, best Christmas video in the OHL that year. Not going <laughs> to lie, but you know. Who made it? Who someone made it? Uh, Someone on this podcast edited it and shot it. Pumping tires, pumping tires, produced right now it, for. and made sure all the players knew it. 
and <laughs> then borrowed see? someone's stick to snipe afterwards. So that was pretty. That cool. was that game when you got to go on the ice or after yeah, practice. That was that day, and that was cool. You were out there lighting it up. You yeah. have to if you're gonna go like like we've said to Jonah D. Simone. And hey, don't you have the permission yet for the sandbagger golf tournament? Yep, we do. Yep, thank Sam you, Jordan. Next year, shout out. Thanks. That would uh, be good. Yeah, I'm I'm fired up. I mean, if you're gonna if you are going to go live on Instagram and not yep. perform, exactly. I will call you out. And hey, we've already discussed the game plan. Yep. I'm gonna have three good holes, three good holes. The rest, I'm gonna be right in their kitchen, just giving it to them <laughs> all night long or all day long because I can't go up after hours. But are those three day. holes gonna be par threes? Whereas when we get to the par fives, you'll be shooting eights and nines. <laughs> Well, you better get your driver out. <laughs> Best ball. Best ball. What? I can only hit it like 220 or 225. Hey, I saw you reach the green on a par four. It's very I'm, true. Was that your I best shot that. of the year? That was your best shot of the year. It has to be. That rolled like right up. That was so cool. You know what? That That's close. I'm going to say my shot of the year. I was playing a, and I know this might sound, you know, pretty bad and dumb yep. to compare a drive to, but. I was playing at a course in uh, in Hamilton, and it was a par three. Beauty. I stuck Honor. it within two or three feet of the cup, and because Ooh. it was uphill, hey, I, that I, was my shot in Ingersoll. So, was that? that like the shot? Was it like my shot in Ingersoll at the oh, last sandbagger? Hey, Wait, which shot? <laughs> the, the basically the one good one all day. Oh, okay. That was a struggle. That was a struggle. Yeah. But hey, I still just no. I made it under a hundred. I think it was like 98, 96. 98 or ninety nine. I think I was around ninety, ninety one. Yeah, like if I would have actually been like Gavin was like eighty five. Yeah, just just sandbag. <laughs> Something like that, eighty to eighty five. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you, I've been struggling lately. I've been struggling lately. He just goes out there, and just yeah. wipes us like. Okay, there's sandbagger. Now when he's listening to this, I'm just gonna get it. Whatever. I parted the last <laughs> hole with the day, sandbagger. So I don't really care. I think I did too. I think we all did. I think all three of us did. I think it's say that might be saved on our Instagram. I think I don't know. I'd have to check. the last hole. I, I didn't do. I struggled. The par three, I almost pull. I almost put it in right on the first, from the tee box. I was yeah. pumped. And then the second one, it, yeah, the second one was the second last hole. I think. I don't remember. That was way too yeah. long ago, but three good holes. That's all yep. I need. I'm pretty confident in it. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to the Twitter poll. Uh, I'll give you the results here. 12% of you said the New Year's Eve game, which, again, that's a really fun game, but I missed quite a few of those in Niagara because I'd go on vacation and uh, would have no oh, yeah. interest in being here in the snow. You're out, so. Yeah, you're out there getting heat. Yep. Yeah. Out uh, in the Caribbean because, you know, sun nice. is my friend and snow is my enemy. Yeah, uh, miss, in miss second, Aruba. miss my miss Aruba. Aruba. Miss the yeah. island, miss it. Palm oh, Beach. Anyone oh, that six. goes to Aruba, go to Palm Beach. Oh, and sixty live show. Oh, Ooh, okay. That'd be, that'd be a hit. I'd be down for that. <laughs> that would be. We'd a be hit. there and be a like a lot of golf. Everyone would be golf. like, everyone's like, "What are you doing? You know, hockey? The hell is what? hockey? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. We we'd play like baseball, the best sport like, in the world." Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, go to a ball game. We'll go to a ballpark and do a live hockey show from there. We might have to take a boat to Curacao. I'm not sure Aruba does too much baseball. Uh, 
There's a little Curacao, bit. They've got big guys. They've got Alexander Bogarts. They've got uh, no John- Bogarts is a Ruben. Bogarts is a Ruben. Devers is a Ruben. No Bogarts and Devers are a Ruben. Uh-huh. At Boston side of the infield. Well, they're so both be, they're both Dutch, sure. so that's why they can play for the for the Netherlands. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, in second place with twenty five percent of the vote was the Remembrance Day game, which we figured those would be the top two. Teddy yeah. Bear one. Yeah, yeah. Teddy Bear finishes in first at sixty three percent. We'll try and figure out a Twitter poll this week. If we can't, then you probably will by the end yeah. of the show. We'll see. Yeah, I mean. Shopping advice, golf advice. This show for the first uh, 15 minutes has been way off topic, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's the uh, Christmas time. Yeah, before we get to the break, we'll quickly touch on uh, Jonah D. Simone's Movember campaign. Of course, it is over December 1st being today and target of what well, moved quite a few times. Not quite a few, few times. Uh, the finished target was $2,111. As of 7.30 Drum roll. on Monday, November 30th. Sure, go for it. Jonah, that, that was weak. I hit that some wires. So <laughs> I unplugged some wires. <laughs> There's our Twitter poll. There's our Twitter poll. That How was bad is terrible. Bad? <laughs> That's garbage. Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hit some wires. Oh. Eh. All right. That's embarrassing. That's going. That's going on the year end uh, blooper reel. That might be the biggest blooper. No, that's not the. Is it? No, it's not. My second guess. You've had worse. Blo- biggest, you've had worse yeah. bloopers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the total before you were rudely interrupted by Colin's terrible drumming. $2,851. And that is of 7.30 on Monday, November 30th. That's really good. I mean, so that's huge more shout than out to Jonah. Yeah. Huge shout out to everyone that donated. That is awesome. First year yeah. he's done this, so classy guy. Classy. Yeah, classy guy, Jonah D. Simone. He's a yeah. real leader too. He's a real leader on that team. The stash will get better. Don't worry, guys. It will get better. <laughs> should we should we tag him on a tweet and get back to the end of the show with your thoughts on your stash? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to. Hey, I I shaved mine. First thing this morning. It's gone. It's going to be gone. I don't it's, have a mustache. I have a beard going a little bit, but it's, it's bogging me. It's too long. I don't like it. Need a haircut. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I need a haircut. My hockey helmet's starting to get a little tight. So <laughs> yeah, I got the, the flow. I got the flow coming back here. Soon, yeah. So. Yeah, that's that the only be, thing about it being longer is bad. that it stays underneath my helmet, doesn't come into my face. But then it pops up at the end. I don't care. I just put it on. Because my head's like tilted down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's, yeah, kind of like how Mike Green's helmet always looks straight up. Yeah, yeah that's what it yeah. always looks like. Yeah, by the way, shout out to all the OHL teams giving away game-used gear. Thank you to the Ice Dogs Hello. because they provided me with a helmet that I yeah, that's so cool. a couple of years ago for like 20 30 bucks so yeah that's cool the I see former helmet that too. billy constantino by the way Ooh, got the number 68 sue. on it sue graham yeah he's gonna have a big year there too and sue that's exciting yeah, that's a good one to get it's yeah. a good get yeah man cut village what up sue <laughs> still waiting on that yeah oshawa we'll got there. me there a couple of weeks ago 
I know, eh? And then they come out they with a sale. It. Like, come on, guys. You really yeah, need if to you're gonna say you that. Get, yeah. Jeez. If you're gonna say you're gonna have a big announcement, don't tease me. Don't do just, that. Yeah, just be like, we've got some news, not a big announcement. We got some shop news. Apparently, like the, <laughs> just like give it ice, away. Like the ice dogs. Like they've got some news coming. They didn't say big announcement, they said news. So I don't have my hopes up. I kind of have a hunch I know what's going on just because of some inside yeah. information, but well, yeah, and it's we will discuss kinda, that when it happens. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. that's pretty much the headlines that we've got for you coming off of the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whole weekend shebang, and the lines getting destroyed. That was hilarious. Just had to throw that out a there lot. as we go hey, to break. Yeah, the NFL's a garbage league. Don't bring yeah. that up. The Steelers should Baltimore have a win should already. Have forfeit. Baltimore should have forfeit. Denver got robbed. The wings got robbed. Yeah, that's that my was, 2020. That was that's my 2020. All my yeah. teams just get robbed. The Jays are going to rob me personally because they're not going to sign uh, Springer. They're not going to sign Trevor Bauer. They're not going to sign. What do you mean they're going to sign Colton Wong? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ross Atkins. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, so, and yeah, time to hit the break. Thomas Vanek back. Oh, yeah. Vanek. <laughs> Uh, time to hit the break. When we come back, we're going to get into uh, Arthur Callie of a Nick Robertson making the preliminary roster for the United States World Junior Team. Uh, we'll also touch on Team Canada, their situation uh, out in Red Deer, how quarantine's going. Uh, they're still able to get their workouts in, but obviously not as a team. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit and much more here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 podcast, as well as on Facebook. Of course, the link to our website is up on all three platforms. So check that out again. At the Own 60 Podcast, we've got Twitter polls for you. Who knows? We may put up a poll about Collins drumming because that was embarrassing. But How uh, bad is it? Scale of 1 to 10. Man. Zero, oh. negative 1, negative 2, negative 3, negative 4. Can I vote 11? If 10's the worst, can I vote like 11? Oh, out of 10, how bad is it? Okay. Ugh. Rough. Yeah, that needs some work. Maybe the wires for it too. Yeah. Well, Okay. I have some wires here, like right beside me, and when I went to hit, hit the wire, and then it like made a funny noise. Then I unplugged <laughs> it. I unplugged my phone from the other side, so oh. I was like not focused. I got to get it in its own. Yeah. My bad. Good. Here, still got the majority of the show to go. Uh, coming up, we will discuss the situation going on out east in Quebec and the Maritimes. Huge announcement made by the QMJHL on Monday, and we'll get to that decision in our final segment this week. But first, the United States of America announcing their U.S. National Junior Team preliminary roster. Of course, you've got the big household names for the Americans, Cole Caulfield, uh, Jake Sanderson, who was recently taken uh, by the Ottawa Senators, of course, in goal, you've got Spencer Knight, Dustin Wolf, Drew Camiso, and the two OHLers as well returning uh, for a second year, hoping to make the team, Arthur Kaliev and Nick Robertson. So 
Let's start with Nick Robertson because I feel like we have a little bit more to talk about him than uh, maybe Kaliev just because of Robertson's time with the Leafs and whatever you want to call that restart for the NHL or that first round of the playoffs, if you want to call yeah. it that, for the, uh, for the Leafs. So Nick Robertson played in the tournament last year, like I had mentioned, got into five games, uh, two goals, three assists for five points. He had two penalty minutes as well and was a plus two. And, of course, that's coming off a season with the Peterborough Peets. He wore the A in 46 games with Peterborough, 86 points. 55 of those were goals, and he was also a very whopping plus 29. So his chances are very good to make the team again. Uh, Obviously, just the amount of talent he has and being a second-year guy coming back into, into the fold and being a rare OHLer and well, usually CHLer because the Americans don't really like their players leaving and going to Canada. But uh, we'll start with were you a little shocked about only two guys from the yeah. OHL, at least to the preliminary roster? We'll start there. I thought three. I thought three. I thought Hunter Skinner would be there on the Knights, but he's not. Uh, I was kind of surprised that he wasn't. I just thought he's still good on his feet great responsible in his own end i mean you would like to get have a guy like that with a guy like jake sanderson or sanderson can really lead a play as a defenseman run a power play and be that number one guy but it's i think it's also very important for their skilled defenseman to play with a guy that can stay at home responsible in his own end but also contributes offensively and hunter skinner i thought would be perfect for that five four four five six defenseman mm-hmm. in their bottom three i thought he'd be perfect for that role Obviously, was not to the United States uh, program, but I nevertheless, he's a great player. I thought he should have been there. And the other thing is, you can't really be surprised when the U.S. always goes college anyways recently. Yeah. It's been a lot of college guys. You really have to be off the chart statistics to yep. be able to go to the World Juniors, represent the United States of America, because they've just been so home to their hometown schools and they like to stay in their country. Yeah. Yeah, you look at a couple of the other names. I'd mentioned a few of them in terms of uh, Caulfield and Sanderson, as well as Spencer, the Florida draft yeah. pick. Yeah, you've got Alex Turcott, um, Wolf, dude. Landon Slager, like uh, Red Wings prospect uh, Robert Astro Simone. Yeah. Simone? Simone? Yeah, Astro Simone. Yeah. So that's so it, it's going to be tough. Like Arthur Kelly and Nick Robertson still have to show that they want to be a well, part both. and show that they're elite guys. And again, I understand that they were on the team exactly. last year, but I think that, that's both. where, that's where it could screw you though. Really? I think they're both top six guys. Yeah, I, think I, I agree right too. Here. I'm just saying if you get that comfortable because you were on the team last year, you kind of, yeah. Oh, just oh. lollygagging. All oh, these guys know what I'm all about. I was there last year, and then boom, you know what I'm here You were crap in the in camp. Yeah, and hey, that's like what, that's what I really like what uh, Andre Turnier did. Ottawa 67's head coach. Yeah. I mean, with uh, with cousins and Doc, they show up late to practice. I mean, it's not showing up late when you've been around a dressing room, a competitive dressing room in hockey. Showing up late is, I mean, baseball. We had that. Mm-hmm. In, when you we'd sh- run polls yeah when you show up late you have to that's right on the dot practice yeah. time you practice at 11 30 you're late if you show up at 11 30 yeah. you get 
it's you're expected if you practice at 1130 you're out on the ice at 1115 15 well, well that's the, that's the difference between where i was coming from anyways and where uh cousins and doc were because obviously tournier in his uh in his presser after that said that he gave them the option what they wanted to do and they had chose to sit it out and just hang out on the bike and in the stands which is, and which, which is, is really leadership. leadership yep i love that move that's um a- that's a really big move to hear a kid yeah. say that. I mean, yeah. And they, I mean, they got to get back in the rhythm too, eh? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're sitting on the couch for that long, then you like it's hard to get back into it. It really is. You think it would be easy because you've been out for so long, but it's so frustrating yeah. to get back in game shape because it's very hard to do that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start with Nick Robertson here, uh, just looking at him and with the fact that. Uh, he got called up with the Leafs, and again, for whatever reason, his Leaf stats are not showing up on here. Oh. There they are. Never mind. I was looking at the wrong category. Blonde moment for me. All good. But uh, a few. <laughs> how do you see him fitting into this lineup? Where does he add the most? Uh, not skill, but the most out of himself into this lineup. Well, I see him with a guy like Cole Caulfield. You want to talk about goal scoring? playing with each other. I mean, I think Caliab as well would be a great duo with uh, Robertson. Mm-hmm. That Those two would be very interesting for sure. It's hard to say yet. I mean, once they get skating and then you'll hear who he's playing with, it's like, yeah, that's a good – yeah, that's good. No, I don't know about that. I mean, it's hard to say where he exactly fits in because they're pretty deep. I don't know – I don't necessarily know how good they're going to be, but they're deep. They have a goalie. They have yeah. a goalie, and I mean that's big. They have two goalies. I mean, Wolf's a really good backup to, behind Spencer Knight. I believe Spencer Knight will be the starter. But, I think I mean, so. You too. don't know. I mean, you don't know in this tournament. A lot changes. I mean, when uh, Connor Ingram was the goaltender for Carter Hart in the Montreal, yeah, the year they lost to uh, Tyler Parsons in the U.S. in yep. the shootout, Carter Hart came in and won and took over that job. I mean, last year with Hofer coming in for Nico Das, mm-hmm. it happens you don't know well, well, and even all it. even all three of those canadian goalies kind of taking over for hunter jones who was expected to be the starter yeah and he didn't yeah. even make the club. yeah i think everyone assumed hunter jones would be in it yeah that's the part that's the part that really makes you think about this year's canada camp about yeah i mean now with the covid situation you don't really know they might have to go with the hot guy or that might have froze brett Brooks' yep. confidence with this time off with the 14 days quarantined so That'll be interesting as well to see how that works out. Yeah, and in terms of Arthur Kaliev, where uh, last year at the World Juniors, five games as well, four goals, two assists for six points. He was a plus four with four penalty minutes. And how I had a question right away. Yeah. How excited are you to hear Arthur Kaliev? Oh, yeah. That's going to bug I'm, me uh, all I'm, tournament. I'm thrilled. Can't, That's going to bug me all my voice. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a ghost crickets. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to probably be tweeting out so much at, at the crew for Kaliev. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> Kaliev. No. It's All right. Well, with you being a fan of him as a player, we talked about Nick Robertson where he's in the lineup. Where's Kaliev? Similar. Early similar. thoughts. He, I think Kaliev, similar to Robins, Robertson, is in that shooting spot on his one-time side on the power play. You see that in Hamilton, how how good that shot is off the 
sidewall going toward the net. He's so big. He's so big for a goal scorer too. I mean, mm-hmm. he looks to score every time he gets the puck. He looks to shoot. I think he's rated right on that power play. I think he lights it up the tournament on the power play for the U S because they're going to be so skilled. Their top six are going to be phenomenal up front, the Americans. Yeah. But it's just up to the bottom six to see how they will do to follow suit. But I think Kalia fits in the top six. He's on the top six, you know, first line or second line in a goal scoring spot on the power play on the one time side, probably on the dot. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that stood out to me for Kalia, not regarding his involvement with the United States camp, is the fact that in the last two seasons with the Hamilton Bulldogs, and I know the Bulldogs were no um, jag or jaggernaut. Juggernaut. juggernaut juggernaut there we go i was thinking yeah. of jagger for whatever reason so that's what I was <laughs> whatever <laughs> anyways uh in the 1819 season obviously it was a little bit worse for hamilton than the 2019-2020 season uh, minus 13 for kaliev despite scoring 102 points whereas yeah. in 1920 despite scoring 98 points he was a minus seven so yeah, that's he- something that really jumped at me thinking that his game is at a level where he's going to score at an elite level. He's going to score elite talent points. It's just defensively his defensive end and his defensive but, part of the game in his own end is the only thing that will hold him back from being this, a top end, highly skilled power forward, all-star forward in the NHL. And this would hurt. Like, I remember when we had Reed Duffy on, he mentioned that he really – it hurt his game at the start. But I thought last year near the end before it got postponed the season, yeah. he he very much improved in his own end coming back from that World Junior Tournament. I believe that was Reed Duffy that was that's mentioned that earlier about how much he improved in his own end coming back from the World Juniors, which is great to see. So yeah. hopefully there's improvements this year at the tournament, which there should be. I mean, that pool is going to be very tough yep. to play. And, I mean, I don't, I don't think Sweden's streak – survives past the first two <laughs> games of this tournament i'd be very surprised if they beat russia or u.s back to back that's just yeah that's steep. that's tough that'll I mean, be tough especially this year it favors the u.s to be honest a back-to-back against russia or sweden for sure it does. they can throw night in the first one it doesn't matter who you play wolf's an elite goaltender as well yep so that's nice to have that's a nice problem to have for uh U.S. and then Russia will have Askarov, which will be very exciting. Yeah. And Pod Coles and down the middle, probably be yep. the captain. Yeah, we'll see Askarov finally take that leap up. He struggled in last year's tournament uh, and definitely poised to be phenomenal this year. Uh, just wrapping up on the U.S., those 29 players that have been named to the preliminary roster will begin their camp December 6th. And it will go until the 13th, of course, as all most U.S. national program camps and games and a lot of what they do hockey activity wise takes place in Plymouth, Michigan at the former home of the Plymouth Whalers, now called the USA Hockey Arena. Well, that's a a great spot. It's got its own personal touch, but. Yeah, um, that U-17 team there, the U.S. National Development Team program, if anyone's looking for hockey, that's a great yeah. that's great to watch in the USHL. I mean, a couple OHL prospects that are in there that are lighting it up, you could say. Yeah, yeah. just a quick quote here from uh, the general manager of this national junior team, uh, John Van Bees Brock. Of course, a lot of people know him. Very good goaltender. Yeah. Uh, we have a talented group, and we'll have some tough decisions to make. 
we continue to benefit from a deep player pool and that's credit to all of the organizations and volunteers developing the next wave of american talent yeah that wave of american talent is pretty good yeah look at the amount of players that have been drafted and have played for the united states and i just think off at college and it's it's unbelievable i just think though this is the year where the u.s has to take that step they have to they have to complete that journey i mean you lose in the gold you lose in the gold medal game a couple years ago then last year with the disappointment this is the year where the u.s desperately need to take that step and also i mean canada will have this too do do the u.s end up getting a guy like jack hughes Mm, no he's too old isn't he isn't he 20 might be now might be now but it would have been last year would have been i just figured most last year yeah it's most sider's not going to germany i don't know again it depends i'd have to i'd have to look again depending on when he was born 19 he's good oh oh you know you never know yeah i i don't think jack hughes just because yeah the way New Jersey, the where where New Jersey is at right now, where they need to go. Yeah. yeah, they're they're in that stage where the pieces have to play on that team with each other, and that's okay. just that's not a recipe for hey, go yeah. and play at a junior tournament where you're going to kick everyone's rear end, so and then come the back same. and look like an idiot. So, for the Canadian fans listen, listening, you would say the same thing then for Alexis Lafreniere. Yeah, because I know there's been rumors about Lafreniere, so you don't think there's a chance. I don't know. No way. I I honestly think no, but then, because I think he would have been there by now if they would have, because. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's nothing going on. You would have sent them to be with the docs. We don't know what's going on. The NHL hasn't even announced when they're starting. They're still tentative. Like everyone's thinking rumored to be January 1st. Not a chance. NHL hasn't come out and said anything. So it's December 1st today. There's not a chance. The NHL is starting in just a a month. month. There's not a chance. Training camps would have to start in a week. Yeah, right now, and I mean, yeah. plus the quarantine. All I mean, that. I mean, most players are probably not not all, but but it's not maybe around to half. Twenty five to sixty five percent of the team is in that city, but it's up to state and provincial. Uh, yeah, for government sure. as well. well. Canadian government, we know how well they've functioned with sports. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the Ontario government. <laughs> yeah, not fun. Anyways. Quick thoughts on Team Canada. They're in quarantine right now. Not quarantine, but they're self-isolating. They're trying to keep themselves away from everyone else. Of course, multiple players testing positive for COVID-19, which is one thing we did not want to see happen. Yeah. But really, uh, it did. Yeah, really wow. good interview with uh, Dylan Cousins, there too, the Buffalo Sabres first-round draft pick from last year. Uh, mentioning that they finally got bikes in their hotel. He had an interview with Mark Masters, by the way, yeah. on TSN. But it's finding it interesting. I mean, they got to get – they can't leave their rooms, obviously, because they're in quarantine. Mm-hmm. But they got bikes there now, and they're doing team Zoom exercises. So they, apparently they're getting a the sweat yeah, that's, and stuff, which is that's good. You get pretty much shape. throwing a yoga mat down, right, doing a bunch of stretches and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing great, but I mean, yeah, like it's nothing to it. You're not sitting in a hotel playing your PlayStation, Xbox all day, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to do. But that's basically what they're doing now. I mean, they're doing some, uh, well, PlayStation, Xbox, as I just mentioned. But that's basically it, just waiting for it all good to get playing again. I think that's the IHF's biggest concern right now for every single country that's coming. Mm -hmm. Can they please stay healthy? 
please. Like, yeah, well, yeah. If they come on the 13th and there's something going on between a couple of teams that they got to stay and then there's a 16 tournament or whatever, like yep. it just shortens it. That wouldn't be good for the tournament. Might put it in jeopardy. So yeah. hopefully everyone can stay in their own little bubble right now. Right now as camp starts, hopefully guys can make sure to take care of business. Yep. The team and let's get this going on December 25th this year, which is exciting. Yeah. Well, and I like Christmas day. I should have been on Christmas. Yeah. Day that's awesome. Eh? Yeah. I mean, the only concern to that is, and again, this year is the exception because you probably shouldn't have 15 family members over. And again, in a regular year, why the hell would you want to have 15 family members over? <laughs> because who likes their family that much, but distractions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this year where it's going to be what maybe the most is like, seven or eight depending on how many kids you have or how bored your parents were when they were younger yeah and, you know um <laughs> god starts laughing at that it's true it depends on that yeah yeah for sure, uh, for sure. Um, uh whereas you're not going to have an extensive christmas dinner you'll be uh in front of a tv ready to go for world junior time and i know even if it was a regular year canadians would still be in front of the tv but this starts to starts to market it out to the U.S. better, to some of the other countries who maybe not get the most viewership. And it's, you're not going to have the big dinners, the big parties, and people are going to be able to watch it on Christmas Day. And it's mm -hmm. not a bad idea. Like, um, I was filling in, producing in St. Catharines at CKTB, and the meteorologist says that there, we had a meteorologist on the show from the Weather Network. This is on Monday the 30th, saying that there's a 75% chance there's a white Christmas. So... That's and again, I mean, don't, don't hold them to that. Away. That's a long 0 and 60 uh, yeah. meteorologist reached to me. Yeah. Again, <laughs> don't, you... don't like hold us to that number, but yeah, if it is, that'd be, that'd be pretty. That'd sweet. Be... Oh, that's another thing. Twitter, there's a Twitter poll. Twitter poll. It has nothing to do with our league, but <laughs> white, white Christmas versus green Christmas, white all day long. Ooh. You need a white Christmas. I don't know because one if it's going to blizzard on one day. It needs to be that yeah. day. Yeah, but one year I got new rollerblades for Christmas, and then that oh, afternoon okay. I was out playing roller hockey. So, pros and cons. Yeah, you can sacrifice the roller hockey for a couple of weeks. I guess. I mean, I think the white Christmas makes it. Yeah, I think so too. White Twitter poll? Yeah, we can make that Twitter poll. I think it'll be 100% to zero, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's the goal. I'm going to vote for green because I don't like snow, but yeah, I don't like snow either, but I want a white Christmas. By the way, before we hit the break here, as we're coming up on the end of the segment, shout out to Ben Steiner. Of course he writes for the Kingston front max. If anyone doesn't follow him on Twitter, it's at Ben Steiner. That's S T E I N E R double zero. He just tweeted out uh, about uh, how team Canada was supposed to play the, uh, Mount Royal Cougars in exhibition games. Yep. They have 18 reported positive COVID-19 tests. And this is despite training under multiple safety protocols beyond those required by the provincial government. So even if Canada wasn't quarantining, they, they probably wouldn't playing. have been playing the Cougars. Yeah, they wouldn't have been playing that. Anyways. It would so, have been another red versus white game or yeah. a more PlayStation. Yeah, again, at Ben Steiner, double zero. If you want to see that tweet, uh, he's got that. He's got you hooked on all uh, Kingston Frontenac stuff. And interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's his birthday today. It is his birthday, birthday today because a bunch of balloons popped up 
on uh, on his Twitter. So happy birthday, Ben. Yeah, happy birthday. And thanks for Get tweeting a, that out because yeah, that you is sports writer as well. You sports writer. Yeah. Well. Yes. You sport. You, yeah. You sports or CIS. What do you think, Reese? I miss the CIS days. Yeah. You sports is boring. I don't yeah, know. I that's that's dumb. Yeah. NCAA, that's got a ring to it. CIS, like, let's go. You yeah, sports? It's, it's eh. Yeah. CFL? Yeah. NFL? Boo. <laughs> All right. On and on that note, uh, we will hit the break. When we come back, we will discuss the situation in the QMJHL. They are not going to play another game until the beginning of January. That went well, didn't it? We'll get into that discussion. Some of us may get heated, but uh, how it goes next on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod. For all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Domaney along with Colin Ward. And with the WHL set to go at the beginning of January, the OHL set to go at the beginning of February, Quebec is not going to play until the beginning of January. Because yeah, they've had to go into bubbles and there have been positive tests. And they said, this is dumb. We're going to take a month off and regroup when the dub will get underway. So yeah, first I off, think... before, before we get started talking about this, good idea, bad idea to start when they did. Bad. Just because it didn't make any sense. I mean, you kind of figured this the second wave was coming i mean you didn't want it to happen obviously but you kind of figured it was going that way mm-hmm. two it's kind of it's very spread out that correctly just because you got maritimes you're all over the place right it i mean the bubble thing i knew it wasn't gonna work unfortunately because each team i believe got a million dollars in funding that's what I believe it was. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe each team got a million dollars in funding just in case this bubble thing were to happen. And I believe with the cases going the way they were, the commissioner sees this. This isn't going to work out, guys. I mean, it's just too tough right now to see yeah. in general. And there's another reason. I mean, you can't spend that much money. It's better just take it off now before you get into much deeper waters, you could say, and more trouble. Yep. And also another thing, by doing this pause, it kind of works out because they would have had such a big break to the Mem Cup. The team going to the Mem Cup would have been off for a couple of months. It would have been like they were hosting it. And that's tough. That would have been tough. like when Windsor got eliminated by London and then went on to win. Yeah. But, I mean, that's very tough to do. How many teams do you see do that? I mean, Shawinigan did that in 2012. Yeah. But how many teams do you see get beat out in the second, first round and go to the Mem Cup two months later and actually compete like yeah the legit championship team and it's very hard so there's my three reasons there it didn't make much sense to me to start now and it makes sense that they're uh, closing down you can see it happening yeah. i'm surprised it lasted this long though i at least they gave it the yeah chance. same i think the teams had the vote there like well they probably did for sure had their say they're at the league meetings they probably mentioned like we'll try this bubble if it's not working the cases go up in the communities, we're going to shut it down. Well, and even when Quebec took that, what was it, two-week pause or whatever? 
Yeah. Why don't they just shut down the whole league for two weeks? Why why just do Quebec? Because even in the Maritimes now, it's still starting to like, pause. ramp up again. It's like, guys, what the hell was that? Like, that's so dumb. Yeah. But yeah, I don't it doesn't make sense. You should have paused I, for a month then, not pause, yeah. play again, and then pause again. That made no sense. Yeah, and I think that's a problem. And I think that well, I know that is what the OHL is trying to avoid saying February 4th. Yeah. I know that is what the OHL is trying to well, avoid. They want to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. It's well, either start on February 4th or no season. Yeah, well, and that's one of the points I wanted to bring up is with starting February 4th is all the imports are able to come over. They're able to quarantine in time, and that's enough time for them to quarantine and process. get ready, whereas Quebec, they didn't have any imports. Exactly. exactly, and it's a smoother process, too, for the OHL. Yeah, so I just – I don't know. I, I don't really understand it. The point of wanting to get started so quickly. And I understand the Maritimes. They did have COVID-19 in check. They did. Like they yeah. had their own bubble. Hey. Like they're staying in there. It worked. And for the game, reason, the, the bubble burst. And yeah, I mean, the featured game that we did earlier on. I missed that, and- man. That was fun. We got USHL. Will we, do, will we do that at the beginning of January with the WHL? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. For sure. I miss I miss doing that. I miss talking about a hockey game, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier on the show prep. <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? We're, we're doing a hot, we're doing a featured game. Beauty. Just print off the stat sheet because I'll forget. If if we do a Friday <laughs> featured game, I'm forgetting by Tuesday, 100 <laughs> percent That's why I gotta print it off or write it down on my hand. <laughs> you see stats hilarious. on my hand. I mean the press box, you got the paper and pen. That's beautiful. Yeah, that helps. I think I'm the only one that doesn't open the laptop, just a paper and pad. Most people have their laptop. Yeah, most people go laptop, yeah. Paper pad. Paper pad. I was just kind of looking up to scout what WHL game we could go, but they don't have a schedule up yet. Yeah, and who knows? I believe – I don't think they'll start right away in January because the cases out there are getting bad too. So – I yeah, that could that that could very well get pushed back. Watch all the leagues start beginning in February again. Same time. I think yeah. that's what the I think that's what the QCs. I think they all start at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, maybe this pause is just because, well, we're only playing for another two more weeks because of Christmas, and then, you know, we'll be off. Some players will be off yeah. World juniors for whatever country, and we'll lose oh, all so of our competition from that. And it's just yeah, like just take a break. Just or don't and start also, until after. Also, yeah. also, I believe the biggest hit, and it doesn't matter with the fans being at 25% capacity or whatever it is, it also with the best players, like the good teams around for the OHL, let's say, the best when the best players are gone, some teams take a hit in attendance that week. Yeah. I mean, when the best players are gone, you don't really know what to expect. Yeah, that's so true. Usually some teams take a hit in attendance when – if Sudbury's coming to town and Quentin Byfield's not there, yep, there might be an issue there with someone going to see Quentin Byfield play in like Mississauga. Maybe that hurts. Yeah. So stuff like that. I mean, Shane Wright with Kingston, every place he goes is going to be packed. For sure. going to be, and that's another issue there too. Yeah. So I think that has a broad effect on it too. Yeah. So yeah. I and again, this this just happened yesterday, Monday the thirtieth. That's when we first. Uh, or the league first came out with the statement about we're pausing uh, the whole league and we're not going to play until I believe the day is January 3rd. Yeah. January 3rd. Yeah. I said February 3rd. It should start. 
I believe that's when it will start. I believe that's when it will start. I don't think they'll start January 3rd because everyone's still gone to World Junior anyways. Yeah. And, plus, and plus, will guys have to come back and quarantine again just because you don't know what's going on in the bubble? <laughs> So yeah, that's not a situation where you don't know what's going on. Yeah, nobody does though. That's 2020. Nobody really knows what's happening. Just take it day by day. Yeah, and I just pulled up the uh, uh, the article that the QMJHL released about them uh, suspending operations until the third. And this is going to be a whole lot of fun trying to pronounce this guy's name. I'm just going to say Commissioner Courteau, and there's probably a French accent on there somewhere. Send it to me quick. Send it to me quick. <laughs> All right. The name thing from last week. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll just quickly text you. It'll probably come up on the on the beep. You'll probably hear the beep through the uh, through the computer. I don't know. That's a good contest. I don't know if it will. Because it hasn't yet. I've gotten four. Well, I heard the send noise through my headphones. Not sure if that. I got it. I got it. A clutch. Let's sell it. Play the wings go horn. <laughs> what is your guess on this name? It looks like Giles, but like that's what I thought. But I think it's Giles Corteau. Think it's Giles because there's two L's. Could it be Gillis or Gillis? I don't know. I, I could probably look it up and find out. Giles Corteau. Do I want to right now? Not really. No. Anyways, I'll read his quote. Uh, the current situation with the pandemic in the regions in which we operate makes it extremely difficult to play games. Uh, duh. With the, <laughs> with the holidays just around the corner, the provinces in the Maritimes. Yeah, right. The provinces in the Maritimes have restricted access and travel, while red zone restrictions in Quebec do not permit us to play. Mm-hmm. Wow, really. So it's up to whenever the pro- pr- province just goes back then yeah essentially that's a province situation well what ontario on monday had yeah that's going what, just over 1700 i think quebec is around that area at least maybe more maybe less i don't really focus on quebec media too much but yeah that's um, going february in yeah. my opinion that's going february at the earliest because yeah, it, it's really the same situation so it is but it isn't like yeah january, quebec and us yeah january is an initial date just to say hey Hopefully, but yeah, pretty February. much February. It will. If it starts before, I would be very surprised. You can see it, but with the province, the way it's going here, could you see hockey in a month here? No, unless no. It's the, I don't even see the NHL in a month. So I don't. Oh, no, no chance. I would highly doubt that, like in a month, but maybe February. Hopefully, February. Yeah. Hockey. And, and again, they don't. They don't have teams crossing the border. Which, by the way. That just got extended again, January 21st. Yeah, yeah January 21st. So how's that going to work or for Erie, Flint, December, and Saginaw? December 21st, right? No. January 21st? Okay. I saw September it got moved December. again. Okay. Unless I was reading something wrong. but I, saw, I thought I saw de- December 21st because usually it goes month by month, right? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But I thought it had, uh, had it got extended again. Again, I could be wrong. Just the announcement today from – um, the federal government. I thought they had they had extended oh, it a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. again, I could be wrong. I thought I, I haven't heard something about that, but yeah. but I um, mean, it will be anyways. There's no way. Yeah, extending the border, the closure of the border. When was this posted? 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's it's still December twenty first as of right now. Thought so, but it will be January twenty first. Yeah. I I didn't imagine. Yeah. So again, are OHLers considered essential travel? It's a pretty big question. Mm -hmm. Because I was listening to. Uh, Sportsnet 590, the fan this morning, and they had, I forget the guy's name, but he covers the NFL uh, for Westwood One. And he was saying that his weekend was going to be the um, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game on Thursday. Yeah. And this, like he was saying, like he got a call from his bosses on like last Tuesday. Yeah, so, prepared for players, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, the plan for him was essentially to be to be in Pittsburgh on Thursday night, yep. call the Ravens Steelers game, spend Thanksgiving with his family. Yep. And then it's head like, to the University of Buffalo on Saturday. Nice. Well, that's changed. That didn't happen because the Steelers and Ravens have yet to play, which is dumb. That should yep. be a forfeit. It should be. As a Pittsburgh fan, I totally agree with that. Oh, well, first year. Here's a win. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, Oh, I actually got to see my family on Thanksgiving. And so he was basically asking the guys on lead off, like where to stop on his way to Buffalo. And he didn't come through Canada. He couldn't come through Canada. Yeah. He had to go the long way through Cleveland and up past Lake Erie and through Erie and um, up into Buffalo. So yeah. it's, I thought media was essential travel. I guess it must not be for all essential travel. I don't, unless that was just a stipulation for going to the football game. You couldn't have left the U.S. Yeah. Again, we don't know that. But it, it's, it's, know still, a, it's, it's still an uncertainty. Like, will players actually be allowed? Or will this U.S. teams coming to Canada be a real thing at the start of training camp, not just at the start of the season? Yeah, that's all up in the air yet. I mean... It all depends, state, provincial. Like how you said, it all depends. The yeah. league mandates, the uh, state, the provincial, the province, whatever. It's all up to them. Yeah. It goes into the federal. It's just a mess right now. I don't yep. – it's tough. Like, it, I think there's a long time yet before there's legit, like yeah. – I don't see the border being open anytime soon. Yeah. Neither do I. So, uh, again, we'll have lots of time to, again, talk about this topic and – I have discussions, but uh, as we're rounding out the show here, for all of those that remember the uh, good times in March, oh, we all we, and we we all know April. we all know what uh, Colin and I know what we're talking about a nice game seven overtime win against Ooh. the O Show, yeah, with host I can't Tate wait. Harris, yeah, and Cody Wall. Up, Drew a blank there for a second. You guys ready? Why? Guys ready? What are you going to play? Ready? You guys ready for March? Oh, April? I thought you were going to play something. Yeah, oh. we're just we're throwing it out there. Will we have podcast showdown part two? And we only bring this up just because of the uh, the Memorial E Cup thing that is going on, which doesn't honestly. By the way, both our teams are out. Yeah. So that's I mean, a little depressing. Yeah, April 14th, Game 7 Championship. It was April? I thought it was March. April 14th. Well, Jeez. that's because our internet was all over the place. That's like March Madness. I gotta Let's play, play half the tournament in March, half of the tournament in April. 
But, yeah. Um, so yeah, again, we're just putting it out there. Our team, including playoffs, which EA, you screwed up this big time. March 20 26th. days of playoffs. God, that's dumb. Yeah, that's terrible. We're, we have a combined record between playoffs and regular season of 91, 73, and 13. Something like that. Yeah. Lost call. We're li- we're, we are absolutely the lighting yeah. it up. We are we're, ready to go. We have a yeah. goalie this year. Yeah. So don't complain. Our goalie is sick, dude. Our goalie is not tell you who it is because yeah. that guy's just a stud. And. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to find out when we play, you guys. Buddy, I but, am uh, scoring so much this year, too. Yeah, so I've got the stats here pulled up. I wanted to I'm bring Dylan Lark- I'm Dylan Larkin to our team up front yeah. when I play Saturday. Yeah, you a little, little faster, but... Uh, really? Yeah, 93 so. speed? Yeah, you have to get up to 95. Come on, let's be real. Here. Okay, I'll be there for sure. In a, like, um, so we've got five guys on our team, like last year. All uh, Joel Vanderland. Owen 60, uh, Righty. writer, Ryan kitchen, former OT giant and, uh, hey, teammate ICBA finalist. Oh, 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 yuck. Yuck. Uh, we've got Colin Ward also an ICBA finalist. We've got, oh, garbage. We've got, I myself, play that game. Reese Dumanian, I play that. I play that ICBA game champion. Play that game okay. Whatever. Protest. We beat you 11 one. Wasn't even close. I think you remember that. I just remember the OBAs. That's all I remember. Yeah. Well, we didn't go B. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, and then yeah, uh, I mean, we've got Ben Holland, who, uh, big guy, plays I mean, hockey and is massive. Yeah. Uh, so, just quickly over the stats before we, uh, before we end the show. Do ours last. We'll do ours last. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joel, we'll start with Joel. He's got, uh, in 62 games, he's got 36 goals and 57 assists. And uh, he's a minus 20. So, Joel, got to pick it up there, man. But 214. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Ryan Kitchen in 56 games played. There. He's got 45 goals and 51 assists. He's a minus 16 with they'll, 50 penalty yeah, minutes. They'll get up there. They'll get up there. Yep. And there. Uh, 246 hits. Both play hard. Both play hard. Kitchen yeah. overtime. He scored the game seven winner. Beauty. I looked like Pavel Dadson behind it. the net there. Yeah, he did. So nice. and my video was awesome. Um, yeah, should I play that? <laughs> Maybe we'll just, just saw it. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, ben Holland, forty-seven games played. He's got thirty-four goals and six and assists. He is a plus ten. What's the pants? He's got three. <laughs> he's got three hundred and fifty hits. And because <laughs> he and because his character is Doug Glatt, and he is six, six seven, nine. Six, six seven nine. six nine something like that. I don't know, but he's big. No one can come over the blue yeah. line on him. I love he it. Has, he protects me out here <laughs> in forty-seven games. <laughs> he has two hundred and forty-seven penalty minutes. <laughs> hey, he plays his game. So, I wasn't yeah, joking. I mean, I mean, yeah, he just stands on D and hits people, so that works. I mean, guys don't get into our end, and I mean, it, I love play, I love playing with the guy because he gets the puck. And our goalie appreciates it very much. So yeah, our goalie is playing good. Dude. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, Colin Ward in 177 games. We get to the ladders now. He's get a life. Holy crap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we played, we played know, similar. Uh, he's got 248 goals, 212 assists. Okay. He's plus 26. That's a puck. That's <laughs> up a lot. 
Uh, he's got 412 hits and has 189 pims. <laughs> well, hey, all my fights are the same thing every time. A guy gets hit yeah. on my team, guy hits my Or goalie. the guy shoots at the goalie after the whistle. I, I'm always involved in yeah. those. I love... I love going around the net mixing that. I play a Matthew to Chuck, uh, Dylan Larkin type play. That a boy. That's how I play. Uh, and then finishing off with myself, 137 games played. Co-captain. Yep. 140 goals, 115 assists. I'm plus nine. I have 76 pims and 433 <laughs> hits. That's solid. That's and I just want to just want to give a shout out to our goalie. He <laughs> I think has, saying, as you say, we can't mention who it is. No, I'm not mentioning who it is. I'm just saying yeah, he's, he's playing great. Good. Yeah, he's playing. He's good. played I mean, the other night. The other night when we were playing there, and like, I we were really pushing for the shutout. Yeah, we were, and I almost Watch. jinxed it. You did. You did. Uh, so yeah, so he's played 34 games. He's got 124. Oh. No, I'm not mentioning that stat. That stat kind of sucks and makes him look bad. Uh, his goals <laughs> against average is 396. Not bad. That's really good. 405 saves in 34 games. His save percentage, and to his credit, a lot of the times our team only gives up 10 shots. Because we're controlling the puck every yeah. single game. We never get out shot. His save we're percentage good. is 766. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but that's still good for Chow. That's yeah. good for Chow. And then he's also got four shutouts. So yeah, I mean, in this most recent one, we were pushing for it. Well, did we win five nothing? Yeah, I think something like that. So. That's a five point. Anyways, game. that's our update on our EA SHL team. Boys, yeah. we're, we're awesome. Ready we're ready for the challenge. Let's go. Mar- March 26th. And I mean, hey, we got a tough challenge. They have a great goaltender. So, Oh, their best players are goaltender. Chris Osgood mask, it's lit. Yeah, their best players are goaltender. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about the series. <laughs> I mean, I'll go confident out here. We won last year. We have the chip on our shoulder right now. You got to take it from us. So I'm yep. fully confident we can, re- we can repeat. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be nice if we could get two other teams. If anyone's listening to this and wants to, yeah, like here. let's get more have teams like, going. Have, have like two, a have mem two cup. Series. Yeah, or no, have yeah, have like a mem cup round robin, yeah. and then do two series. The four, uh, yeah, final one, four, two, and three. then final two. Yeah, four four out of seven series out of those. Yeah, it's got to go deep. Yeah, but that was fun. That was probably the most fun we we've had on there. Yeah, but, that was sweet. And it's nice to see we got a good goalie too. So that's big. So, yeah. and I just told you guys that, hey. We'll be ready to go. Yo, show, hey, we got a goalie. We're ready. Yeah, and he's got sick pads. We're not scared. Yeah, I mean, they got a really good goalie, but we got guys out in front of the net. <laughs> and it's hard to move. We, we, have a, we have a guy with 247 penalty minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might get a lot and of power play time, and but you you'll be in go- by the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we kill penalties off. Yeah, that's, that's a speed game. That's a speed game there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps up uh, this week's show. Oh, jo- fun uh, one. Jonah's update on the mustache. It probably. Yeah, be yeah, Jonah. We got the world back. Uh, as you get older, it'll get a little bit better. Not bad this year. I've seen worse. Yeah, but I mean, again, it, good it job. Got it got better. It got better. It got dramatic. It got dramatically better. 
near the it end. Did. Yeah, congr- congrats on your uh, – By the way, as we speak, right on. Luke Moncada moving on with a 9-6 win. Ooh, hello. Represent. Let's go. Let's go, Osho. March yep, we're, 26th. We're ready to Be go. ready. March 26th. It's coming up. Yep. That's pretty much it for the show. Play the wings, uh, go horn. We'll chat next week. All right.